what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we agree to disagree. It's like, <laughs> okay, you know, moving on, moving on. Like, well, we'll make it fun. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chick Chat. I am Mary Margaret. I'm here with Jeanette. How you doing, Jeanette? I'm good. How was everything with you? Oh, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's, it's already mid-February, by the way. I know. <laughs> um, it's already mid-February. Yeah, it is very much mid-February. Um, we are on the, the cusp of Valentine's Day. We're recording this on the 13th, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Um, you know, you were just telling me a little bit ago that you have you have a five-year-old, um, and so you have to still do the Valentine class thing. I do. But, but you forgot. Oh, yeah. I completely I forgot. I mean, you know, it, it's weird because um, now that when you have older kids – and they don't do that classroom stuff like that anymore. It really is is kind of out the window. I it mean, because it's, it's Valentine's Day. Like, okay, that's sweet and it's cute and whatever. But like, it's not it's not hot topic anymore. Oh, I used to be on it. Like, we would have had them done, and Building now the I'm just going to get boxes? this right now. I'm just going to get. Oh, I don't even know that he's not getting one of those. He'll get a bag. <laughs> Yeah, I would decorate stuff with my girl, but now he's going to get whatever Valentine's are left over at the drugstore or the, or the supermarket, whatever's there is what the, the kids line, The ones like, I mean, there was one year, Jeanette, that I had, I signed up for this local photographer or whatever was offering like $10 photo shoots or something like $20 photo shoots, whatever, where you could bring your kid in and have them hold a a pole, like a stick in front of them. Mm -hmm. And then he would take the photos and they were super dramatic and beautiful and everything. And then you go and you have it printed out like at the Walgreens or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you poke a hole where that stick is and you stick an actual like blow pop in it or something, a sucker. Uh-huh. And so the picture makes it look like the kid's holding a giant sucker, but it comes 3D out of the picture. Well, I mean, cool. it's super cool, but it was extreme. <laughs> and I don't know that I've done anything like that since then. I mean, after that, it was kind of downhill. No, those are things I do with my first kid. Exactly. But I'm like, you get the leftovers, pal. And I think maybe it's because he's a boy and he's not all like. True. True. Like my daughter would come. I'm like, I've got to get Valentine's. And I'm like, okay. And yes. she'd sit at the table and do them. He's not going to do a thing. So the kids much. might get a couple bags of candy and I'll tell the teachers, put them in a bag for them. Disperse. Like, yes, right? please drop some in. And I don't care that he brings home anything. Like. You don't and, need to send home suckers with me with him. And you know what? He's five years old. You still got some more years of this to go. I do. But I feel like because he's starting kindergarten next year, 
I'm going to get the daily reminders. Like now I have to, it's, it's, they put stuff on the door. No. And they'd say, hey, sign it's up like, for something. And if I remember to look and I remember to sign up, I'll do it. It's like a preschool, right? Like, yeah. 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 So if you leave it up to me, like it, it's not happening. If you give me 15 emails leading up to Valentine's Day, I'm going to remember. And a note that comes home in his backpacks pinned to him him, that says Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Then I'll remember. Because I don't want to be that parent who's shamed. I know. Kid not having stuff. I know. But like you said, things are, things have changed. It's different. And and then we went through a couple years where we didn't do Valentine's because of COVID stuff and everything. So, I mean, we're all a little jaded. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's just time to move on. Does, and he has no idea what day it is. No. <laughs> He's like, it's Wednesday. I get candy today? What? I mean, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to turn it away. Um, Does your daughter, I can ask this because I'm fairly certain neither one of our daughters like listen to this podcast. Sure. Um, Horrified when they find, when she finds me listening to it. Like, mom. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Does your daughter have like a Valentine? She says no, but mm. do you believe her? I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen any evidence yet, but right, right. We'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> See Maybe. what she comes home from school with, unless right. it's tucked in your in her book bag, you know. Right. I mine used to like come home randomly sometimes, like on Valentine's or around it with. It would be like a a stuffed animal or something with like a little tag and it would say like to Charlotte from yeah. and it would be like some kid's name I'd never heard of. Like no friend that she normally talks about or something, you know? And yeah. I'm like, why are there these random people? Like it's weird. Valentine's makes people do weird things. I, I think it's a teenage um cop out. Like I think teenagers just feel like they kind of have to. About yeah. something, you know, like, oh, well, this is, this is the day. This is my opportunity. Well, they do candy grams at school. Oh, yep. We're doing so, that too in middle school. I, I think she might've sent a, sent a candy gram to some of her friends. Yes. And she thinks her friends are sending one to her because they were asking her all about her favorite candy and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, we used to do that too. They yes. get like full size candy bars and options now. We just got like lollipops. We got a sucker. Yeah, exactly. We got a <laughs> and sucker. You get what you get. You don't get to choose what flavor it is. But it was a big deal. You remember like when they used to walk in the, your class and like distribute mm-hmm. them? And everybody like, be like, is it for waiting? Me? <laughs> <laughs> waiting for your name to be called. <laughs> and then it's like you get one and everybody's like, ooh, and you get it and you look at it and it's like from your best friend sitting next to you. Right. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she's sitting there with like all excited that the best was so you get excited about the about the candy grams but then there would always be those kids who went over the top in high school and had flowers or balloons delivered to school and sometimes by character so as soon as you saw like those things coming in again everyone's like is it for me oh my gosh the drama I tell you I will never forget and I tell my kids this every year like I know they're sick of hearing it but so, you know, I, you know, both of them, but I have two older brothers, right? Yeah. Um, okay. One brother is notorious for, was notorious for dating girls only in blocks of time between holidays. Okay. Like, like that was just his thing. 
Yeah, you know, we got to bring up before the holiday comes. You know, it was like, we'll date up until mm, like Thanksgiving-ish, but then I'm peace out. And then like March. Nev- never really made it until Valentine's because yeah, like that's not going to happen. You know, right. maybe there's a couple dates in between or something, New Year's and and Valentine's. Not enough but, to get their hopes up. Nope. nope that a them, okay. Nobody's getting serious. And then the other brother, he, you know, had had girlfriends, whatever, but there was there was one girl in particular that and he didn't have a problem with holidays, you know, like he he was fine with it. But um one girl in particular, while he's in high school, he was dating a girl that went to another high school. Oh. And on Valentine's Day, she sent him a bouquet of red roses and balloons to the school No, for him. And needless to say, we did not see her again because that was just not. That's too much. That was too much. That was a little over the top, but it was, you know, the, the boy getting the stuff and it was, yeah. Yeah. So that I'll never forget his face when he came home carrying that stuff. <laughs> and it was just like, and if I, if I can just think back into those days, I know your dad had a many, field many day. Things to say. A field day. Like I said, we never saw that girl again. And I'm uh, sure it comes up not only today. But enough times to remember, like, you know, to still draw some blush to the cheeks. That's what this still brings up. It was. It, oh, your dad has just, that stored in his memory and he's. <laughs> well, it's one of those. It's one of those core memories that I just for some reason I have never forgotten. Like, I couldn't tell you the girl's name, but I can see her face. And I, I can remember my brother's face you know, of when this happened. And it was just, it was all new to me. You know, I'm thinking my brother like is like magical, apparently. Like he's got girls sending a bouquet of red roses to a high school. Like this isn't like some girl with a crush. She's spent red red roses money. You spent some money on balloons and roses. You get one or the other. And delivery fee. Mm -hmm. And delivery fee. (laughs) Yes. So, so yeah, parents so, saw their credit card statement. Like, what is this? Why? Who? Who are you sending flowers to? Flowers. Who died? No. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll get through Valentine's tomorrow. That's fine. Then we'll move on. I mean, you know, and as adults, like you know, it's married twenty years. We're just. Yeah, I haven't gotten my husband anything yet. I was going to say, my husband's flying out to go out of town tomorrow around lunchtime. So, <laughs> so you're off the hook. Because you know what? Life is still going on right now. Like right. work is happening. Jobs are going on. It's what it is. Like we were talking earlier. He was like, should we try to like get lunch today? And I'm like, ooh, I got this and I got that. And I was like, I got, I got stuff. He's like, I fly out tomorrow at one. I was like, ooh, I've got a eye doctor appointment at 1030 and all. He's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're just, it's just like, man, I'll, we'll FaceTime. I love you. <laughs> High five. Yes. Ships passing in the night. It's kind of the theme these days, but 
Anywho, so you had a birthday recently. I always remember your birthday because I know that it's close to Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl always happens. Did you have a good birthday? I did. It was very low key. I mean, it was a Thursday. There was soccer practice. There was probably something else I forgot for daycare. And we were just, and I worked. Yeah. So it was just what what happens and what we do. Yes. My sister was here, um, had a cake. I didn't have to cook. So it was good. Love that. Love that for you. And if anything, that counts. It counts a lot. Yes. I'll take it. That's a, will, that's a present in itself. I love it. Yes. A day when I'm mom's not, no one's asking mom what's for dinner. Cause I said, nope, they know that's the one day. I love that. Do not ask me because the answer is, is whatever you are buying for me. That's right. And you know what? I, I think it's even one of those things where if they're like, oh, we're going to like go out to eat for your birthday or something. Great. I'm not choosing. No. Mm-mm. You know what? I know people are like, but it's your birthday. Where do you want to go? And I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to be taken somewhere. Yes. I don't, want there to be thought no, into it. I don't don't make it. me do. I no. I want I to do no thinking. <laughs> you know, like, just take me somewhere. Just let's just go. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I will eat whatever. I'll, eat. I'll find something on the menu. No kidding. It's fine. I'm not not going to be upset about wherever we go. It's the fact that I didn't have to sit there and think about it, plan it, or buy it. And I don't want to have to dress up without advance notice. Like you 100%. can't tell me at five o'clock that we have dinner reservations at six or seven, and then expect me to get like all pretty. True. I need to be able to wear what I'm wearing. Yes, <laughs> it's on a weekday. And honestly, I you know I'll tell you that's a benefit living out here, West Coast. Mm-hmm. Eh. No place really has dressy anything. Like everything's pretty casual. Yeah. Look like you just stepped out of a mountain hardware store or something. You know, like that's kind yeah. of just what is normal. So I'm good with that. But no, I mean, but by all means, don't try to don't try to outshine me either. Like don't be like, <laughs> no, it's fine. Just wear whatever you have on. And then you come out in like a nice outfit. Exactly. No, because we're gonna, you know going. And we're gonna have to cancel reservations because we're gonna be late. Yeah, and and then we're gonna end up at McDonald's. Like it's yes. it's fine. Um, but no, well, I'm glad you had a good day. Yeah. Um, how was the Super Bowl? You you know for for first time listeners, first time listeners, you're you're in a big football family. I am. Your I husband, was- your husband was was in the NFL. He was. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you know, you got some ties in there. Like, yeah. I know some things. You guys know what's happening. We, know, we understand what's what's happening on the field. That's right. Um, so is it, Super Bowl big to you guys? Does does it does it matter? Do you guys watch it? Do you go all out? What's up? Um, we don't all we didn't go all out this year. We usually either go to someone's house or I'll uh put some stuff together for us, but we always watch it. Um, we always watch it from beginning to end, including the commercial. That's the one time of the year where the channel does not change yep. at commercials. Um, we and don't switch to watch something else. Thing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're just watching that channel for the next four to five hours. So me, my husband, just always, unless there's a team he really roots for, just wants a good game. Yeah. I... Did not who's, get the outcome I expect. I wanted. I wanted. Okay, who were you pulling for? I was pulling for the 49ers. Same. So, I mean, it was fine. 
Yeah. Uh, it, we got overtime. We did. Oh, yeah. Which was we got some bonus strange, But it was, yeah. it was fine. Yeah. Again, not the outcome I wanted. It would have been better if, you know, we were had another champion because all that did was make me have to spend the next 24 hours trying to clean up my Instagram and Facebook feed and everything. Yeah. Yeah. With, so why the, why the Niners? You're not a Niners fan by nature. I'm not, but I am a Bengals fan and the Bengals kind of have this rivalry now with the Chiefs. And I'm just one of those where, you know, it's one of those teams everybody loves to hate, like the Patriots when Tom Brady was there. It's like, yep. Give somebody else a turn almost. Yeah. Like we're tired of seeing it. It's tight. It, and it's so yeah. some people I think think differently than I do. And they're like, well, root for your division. You know, like, right. no, no. Mm-mm. If, if we can't be there, I don't want them to win. <laughs> so Right. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you. We're kind of, kind of the same way we were going for 49ers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, living out here. I, you know, I mean, we were Panthers fans, obviously, when we lived in North Carolina. Like, that was just yeah. our team. And we are still Panthers fans. We don't like them very much right now. But it's hard to are, like them now. But we are fans. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like your teenage kid. Like, you love them forever, but you don't have to like them right now. So, that's where we are with Panthers. But... um. Out here, pretty much anybody is either a 49ers fan or a Seahawks fan. Okay. And we can't find ourselves to pull for the Seahawks because of the rivalry with the Panthers. See, there you go. So, therefore, we were pulling for the 49ers. (laughs) And we like Christian McCaffrey. Um, Because he was a Panther. He was a Panther. So, you fell in love with him. Yes. At the Panthers. Yes. And. And I'm happy for him being on the Niners. That's fine. Like, I'm glad you didn't waste your career in Carolina. Like, that's great. I said the same thing on Sunday. Like, oh, I so I wish we still had Christian, but this is so much better for him. Good for him. Right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so we were pulling for the Niners as well. And, yeah. you know, the whole Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy type thing, you yeah. know, like that would have been kind of cool. That would have been cool. But I get it. He's got more time. He's, he's not going anywhere he's anymore. He's young. He's coming back. It's yeah. fine. And now we got the whole, you know, Chiefs thing out of the way. I just, I can't, I cannot stand Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what me it is. It just, okay. Something irks me about him. And I can't tell if it's because like his face and voice don't match who he's <laughs> supposed to be. Like, I can't tell if I, I can't watch an interview with him. Mm-hmm. I think he, I just, I can't deal with them. I can't deal with them. Oh, no. Oh. I'm I'm not a fan. haven't really ever been a fan of Patrick Mahomes, but I'm also, like, I'm starting to get feel the same way about Travis Kelsey, and now I'm like, ugh. Now I've got to hate two people. <laughs> not hate, oh, no. but, like, you know. Now I've just got to root against two people, and it's it's annoying me. Well, at least they're, like, a package deal. Like, you don't have to That's split true. it across teams. Right. Um, it was kind of like... Tom Brady and Gronkowski. Gronk, yeah. But I like them both now. Like, you're not playing football. You guys are kind of cool. You're kind of nice. You're doing Dunk Kings commercials. You're kicking kicking field goals before the game. (laughs) I saw something that was joking, some meme that somebody was like, we waited for so long to not have Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. 
And then it like shows him a picture of him doing the Dunk Kings. And they're like, but he's everywhere now. But I loved it. Like, I will take that Tom Brady. I love it. That was hilarious. And I yes. saw some like, if you look on the internet, they're popping up some little smaller commercials or they're getting like, the like bloopers almost is what yeah. it looks like, you know, where they're, they're trying getting, to practice hilarious. and everything is so good. Well, that brings me into like the actual side of what we discuss on um, this show, you know, cause I mean, we're not a sports podcast, let's be honest, but we're sports adjacent. We are. And especially when it comes to, the superstars that were seen at the Super Bowl. It was it was a star-studded event, you know. It I mean it always is, but um I and I, I saw some people and then I saw a pretty cool article I thought I'd reference here with you. Um couple of highlights from the day um outside of the game action. So Beyonce announced a new album mm-hmm. in a commercial for what? Who was it? It was Verizon? It was some internet when she wanted to know if she was trending or viral or something. Yes. If she broke yeah. the internet or if not. If she broke the internet, yeah. Yeah. And then she announces that she's going to do this. I mean, that's that's kind of been a trend lately, right? Like last year, Rihanna announced she's pregnant by like, you know, opening up her jacket while swinging from the air or whatever during <laughs> yeah. that time. Yeah. Taylor Swift announces at the Grammys the other day, or was it Grammys or American Music or whatever, where she wins the award and she goes up and then tells everybody she's releasing a new album. You know, people are are shooting their shots right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Beyonce did this, which everybody's pretty pumped about. Um, let's see, people that we saw in the stands, um, Post Malone, who has been in some commercials and stuff as well lately with it. And he sang America the Beautiful. Yes, he did. It it was nice. Yeah. Um, not the person I thought would right, I was ever singing America the Beautiful. It was weird, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwen Stefani, LeBron, Lady Gaga, uh, with sequins on her eyes. Okay. Beyonce and Jay-Z were all there. Um, the Biebers. Yay. Haley and Justin. Uh, let's see. Paul Rudd was there and he was on the field and it was fantastic. He's adorable. Um, let's see. Queen Latifah was with him. Luke Combs sitting in the stands talking on his phone most of the time. Uh, pretty <laughs> funny. Um, Martha Stewart and Jeff Goldblum hanging out at the Super Bowl. Okay. Unique. Yeah. Lots of people had their kids. JV, uh, Jay-Z had their kids there. Um, Lindsey Vaughn helped out on some announcing. Um, let's see. Um, who else did they say was there? Oh, Jeremy Renner, um, my favorite Marvel character, Simone Biles. Um, yeah. So there was there was lots of people there that were all, you know, taking up the big boxes, the big dollars. Um, several of the players are obviously dating famous people or engaged to or married to fairly famous people. So that kind of brings in another whole element with that. Taylor Swift had her entourage with her. Yeah. Um, so it was so Blake Lively 
up there with her. I get mm-hmm. it. She's She's been with her lots of times, and that's part of her squad. Totally get it. The Ice Spice, Nice Spice, what's her name? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. What, what was she there? Like, are they, I didn't realize they were. I, they were at set next to each other at some award show. Uh, it wasn't the Grammys. It was something earlier in the year or maybe like 2023. Huh. Some music award show. They sat yeah. next to each other and then I see them at the Super Bowl together. So I have no idea. Yeah. And you know, like um, people were saying that the entire time, like after every play, you'd see people whisper to Miss Spice and it was because they were explaining how football worked to her. Okay. That's annoying. It is annoying. You know what? Don't waste your ticket on somebody that doesn't know what's going on. Not the Super Bowl. Take her to this, a regular game for that. This is not the time. Blake yeah. Lively, I get it. Blake's been there. Ryan's a big fan. Like they, mm-hmm. She's been there with her before. Whatever. She was cheering at appropriate times. Old Spicy was had no clue what was going on. But... People were talking about her, so I guess that works. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, so we've discussed the whole Taylor Travis thing back when it first started. Mm-hmm. And remember, we were like, meh, whatever, you know. And my kind of theory was that the 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 personalities of the two of them, you know, they're both kind of showboaty. Like she wants somebody to be out publicly with her and like mm-hmm show her off and whatnot. And he is that guy, right. Mm-hmm. That's going to do that. Um, and I think we've seen that more and more now. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't care. Like she flew in from Tokyo or wherever she was, you know, to come to the game. So I am, I am, I am a 50, 50 on this. Okay. Is where I stand now on the TNT conversation. Okay. okay. One I don't care. Right. Like I don't, whatever, you know, it's, it's not like it's uncommon for us to see two famous people start dating. Right. Like that is just what celebrities do. A lot of times that's who's in their circle and yada, yada. And that's who they date, marry, whatever. Um, you know, and on the other end of it, I do hate some of the stuff I don't hate. I do dislike some of the stuff that how people are kind of making this out to be something problematic, I guess. Um, if that's the word, like, I guess I look at it as now. This is a girl who is going to her boyfriend's football game. Mm-hmm. I get it. She's famous. I get that. We We all know that. But it is a girl who is dating somebody who plays football and she's going to his game. Like, okay, like, big deal. Why are we all up in arms about it? And I mean the haters. Like, Mm -hmm. why are the people kind of like, oh, they're doing this? First of all, she's not pointing the camera at herself. She is in the box where every other player has girlfriends and wives or anything else sitting in different places, you know. So the cameras go on her without her, like, you know, she shouldn't have to hide as I guess what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody's kind of all these football guys are, I've seen them online kind of ragging on her about it and stuff. But I guess in the end, like I just do as the mom of daughters have to think about 
there could be a lot worse influences out there yeah. for my kids to see of somebody, one, a girl who is, I mean, an adult, you know, first and foremost, she's an mm-hmm. adult. Um, she's a successful adult. She's not got a bad reputation. You know, she's a positive influence and stuff. And, you know, if she's out there supporting somebody that she's truly cares about and has been with for a while and whatnot, then fine by me. You know, I think there's a lot worse out there that my kids could be seeing. Yeah. And, you know, it brought in a whole new sort of genre and and element to football. Like, how can people hate that? Yeah, to me, it's, I agree. She's just a girl going to watch her boyfriend play football. But I don't think, and yes, she doesn't control the camera, but I also don't think she shies away from it. No, um, no, of I course think not. She, I think she may say, oh, I don't control the cameras, but deep down inside, she's like, I love this. Um, well, I think because. for me. You know what I mean? Like, he is too. Because he is too. Like the constant PDA on the field, in the everywhere they go, you know the cameras are looking at you. If you really didn't want people to talk about you, you would, I mean, not that they have to, but you know, you don't, it's, it is a lot like over the last few, it's just, to right. me, like, we're already getting the over, the, the exposure from her tour all of last year, then the movie, and now she's in football and now it's, Oh, look who she's dating. You know what I mean? It's like, but do me, you there's such a thing as overexposure. But do you think that's any different than, you know, Joe Schmo on the, on the chiefs who, has a regular old girlfriend and she comes out on the field and kisses him after their win. Maybe because I don't see it. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, it was like, like, you know, the camera is always focused on them kissing and then it's at their celebration. And I'll, like, I literally every time, and I don't know how, maybe I don't know how, but my Instagram, my Facebook, everything, uh, the TikTok is like every other yeah, that I scroll is that's what them. they're talking about. It's them, and I'm like, I'm interested in other people. Like, sure, like, I want to know what's them. going on with other people, not just them. And I saw that the other day, though, somebody was talking about like everybody's talking about their kiss on the field, their kiss on the field after this, after that, whatever, you know. And there was a what a meme, but it was more like an infographic almost, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have saved it. I don't think I did, but. It was um, them actually saying, you know, like they kissed twice on after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then once from what we're seeing, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the shots that were released publicly, right? right? From the after party, they kissed once on a camera shoot. Um, so, you know, it's like, okay, so we saw three there. And then in one day after your boyfriend won the biggest football game of the year. Yeah. And, and you're out celebrating with him. And yes, people take all these videos and we have to see them and all that stuff. However, like if the cameras weren't there, would they still act that way? Yes, I think so. And that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think that's them. Um, I just think People are so, there is enough of an audience out there that people are enamored with this. That's why we can't get away from it, right? Like, and, that's and I think are. it's shoved in our face. That's the problem. Um, for me. Like, 
So I, I blame the people shoving it in my face. I don't yes. think that Taylor and Travis are doing anything wrong, you know, no. um, because. But like I, I do said, think they're enjoying all of this attention. I do I think, they, I think they scroll and they're like, oh, it's us again. Oh, it's us. To me, like, I'm not, I don't like. I'm not one of those people who like, oh, we got to get tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. I like right. Taylor Swift, but I'm not like a huge fan. Thanks. So for me, it's a lot. Like yeah. I no, need yeah. it to be toned down off of my feed. Like this is, this is what I mean. It's almost like, do you remember when years ago you opened your, what was it? Apple music one day to just find the YouTube album on there. And you're like, yeah. I don't yeah. want the U2 album. Yes. They gave it to everybody. Like, here, here's our album. Like, that's how I feel about this. Like, yay, yeah. great. They're in a relationship. I'm happy for her. She found somebody else. He's happy. They're happy, whatever. I don't care. So yeah. I don't want to see it every time. Like, it's almost like you are pushing it on me to the point that I don't even want to get on those sites anymore because I know what I'm going to see. And I don't, I don't, I don't know how to fix it. Like, yeah, I don't well, need entertainment think, tonight every time I pull it up to be like, oh, here's another angle of them. Like, I, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like, I think that's going to fade off, though, Yeah, because now the Super Bowl's done. He's done for season. Right. But she's going on tour again. He so goes back on tour. And then she, he's going to be there and then it's just going to continue. Well, maybe for a little bit. I just don't think it's going to be as intense. Okay. I don't think it's going to well, be every Sunday. Not, I don't think it's going to be, you know, then your Monday and Tuesday feeds are taken up by. Yes. Right. I think it's going to, I think it's going to fade. Now they're not going anywhere right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, But I will say that when she left and started doing international dates, her tour, that side of her did fade off a lot because it wasn't um, U.S. based. Yeah. I feel like. I still Um, saw it. They put it on my feed because she almost fell three times. Well, because that's funny. <laughs> that yeah. had nothing to do with like, here's, here we love Taylor. That was just funny. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Um. But no, you know, you go and whisper to your phone um, a couple of times some nasty things about Taylor and she'll stop showing up. <laughs> I need know? to do that. Or start whispering to your phone um, other people's names is what it is. That's what I need to do. Yeah. Well, speaking of other people, what did you think about a halftime show? I mean, I'm an Usher fan. I like that he did all the songs that I knew. I was actually shocked that they asked him. I was like, because I told I told my husband, like, I don't feel like if I ever want, if I wanted to go see the Usher residency in Las Vegas, I don't feel like I need to anymore because I think I just got it. I don't I need to pay the money. Got I got it for free. 100%. And why was he so sweaty? Like, <laughs> I, I get that he's working like hard and whatnot, but you're Usher. Like. Yeah, I don't know. This was not, this was not over exhausting for you. You do this every night, like you said, in Vegas, like just, yeah. Anyway, he's super nervous, I think, but it was a good show. It was fine. Love that Alicia Keys came out. Love that. Um, but I was surprised by that too. I was kind of like, Hmm, this is new. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like 
I don't know, somebody um, online said, I loved the halftime show because it felt like the class of 2006 just got her own private concert. Right. Like, and that's what was it like, was. He doesn't have anything new out. He hasn't had anything new out yeah. for years. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like watch. I mean, I love Celine and I hate that she's sick, but it would almost be like having Celine just Dion just come out there and sing all of her hits and she hasn't had a new one in 20 years. I know. Well, Reba sang the national anthem. But you know, Reba's on the voice like, at least. So it was, true, it was it's true. She at least could like plug something if she really wanted to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, somebody did count Usher's spin moves. Um, and he did a spin 47 times. Wow. So impressive. Hey. Without falling, because I would think I'd be dizzy. And the roller blades or roller skates did throw me off a little bit. However, impressive though. He's been roller skating. So he used to show by my feet. So <laughs> talk, maybe keep talking to show up more. Keep talking about it. I just keep talking about Escher, but um yeah, he's uh he's been roller skating now for the past year. And I take that back. He does actually have a couple of two. He like has like two new songs out, which is why <laughs> clearly, clearly not memorable enough yet. Well, I, I remember them. The only reason I thought about it just now is because her, the girl who came out and played the electric guitar. Yeah. Um, she's on one of she's them. Awesome. By the way, like, I love her. Yeah. They've had, but they didn't sing the song. She just played on another song. Yes. So I'm like, I was like, Oh, they're about to do their song. Oh no, they're not. Okay. No. Yeah. No, she was great. Um, Lots of people online raving about it. Um, but I think it was all very, very dependent on your age, right? Like, I mean, I know obviously it always is, but like this one specifically, like Usher to me, like, and I'm a fan as well, but mm -hmm. Usher to me really fits in like, like a three-year span of my memories. Yeah. Like I can remember where I was, like what I was doing, everything when that music was just it. Right. Mm -hmm. But after that, it's kind of like somebody brings up Usher and you're like, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm a fan. Right. Yeah. Not like I've got my playlist that I hit up every time I'm on a road trip. Like it's just right. not my, yeah. yeah. So it was, and my it, daughter was like, she wanted to watch the halftime show cause she yeah. likes Usher, but Thanks. Afterwards, she goes, oh, he didn't do that one song I want. I thought he was going to do. So I only really knew one song. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, and there's something, there's another person, uh, entertainer, whatever artist that's out there now that has um, taken uh, the, what do you call it when you sample? Oh, yeah. Sampled the, um, the, from the song, uh, when he sings with Little John and and oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So they've sampled the backbeat from that mm -hmm. and put it on the song, their song now. Okay. And so when they started playing that, my kids are both like, "Oh look, look what he's singing! He's gonna sing so and so. It's gonna come out on stage." And I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> this is his song. This is the original. Yeah, this is his song." And they were like, "Oh." Oh, I'm like, no, yeah, see, this is this is where it's different where we differ on this on the Usher yeah. side of things. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, Wes and I both were like, Luda, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, who? What? That's the guy from Fast and Furious Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Lil John's there, Lil John's there. That means he's gonna come out on stage. And Charlotte's like, ew, mom, you know, because they're gonna talk about Lil John. Yeah, like, please. 
This is the first Lil. <laughs> he's the original Lil. Exactly. Yes. Lil John. I enjoyed the um he's obviously a great dancer. He, you know, he still has it. Um somebody online um was like, Oh my God, I was sitting at a bar and such and such, and we were watching halftime, and the kid next to me is like freaking out, not kid, but like person sitting next to him is freaking out whenever Usher took his shirt off. And I kind of looked at him and was like, you an Usher fan, huh? And he's like, no, I don't care. I just bet $10,000, though, that the guy would take a shirt off. What? And so this guy had won all this money because he had bet that Usher would absolutely take his shirt off. No, if Usher's on stage, he's taking his shirt off. I mean, it's, it's who doesn't take that bet? <laughs> right. If I had Usher's abs, I can't say that I wouldn't just be like everywhere going like, oh, it's hot. I would just, why <laughs> I'm wouldn't bother putting one on all the time? I wouldn't bother putting one on in the first place. You I'm, wearing, I'm wearing crop tops 24-7. 100%, yes. Um, so yeah, so speaking of like screaming and cheering for him, uh, they did do a poll. Um, they kept note of who got booed and cheered for the loudest during the first half and the second half of the Super Bowl of the celebrities they show on the Jumbotron. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to name somebody and I want you to tell me if you think they got booed or cheered for. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Justin Bieber. Booed. Correct. Um, Fat Joe. Was it in La- it was in Las Vegas? The football fans cheered, booed. What? Yep. Um, he's unproblematic. There, yeah. love Fat Joe. Paul McCartney. Oh, he's cheered, cheered for sure. Leonardo DiCaprio, cheered, booed. No, you don't. No. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas Not didn't Leo. get Leo. Mm-hmm. Um. Taylor Swift. Booed. Correct. <laughs> Martha Stewart. Cheered. Cheered big time. She's Snoop's best friend. <laughs> right? Everybody's loving her. Jeff Goldblum. Cheered. Cheered, yes. He's with Martha. True. Paul Rudd. Cheered. Booed. Oh, he's a cheese fan. That's yeah. why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I think they showed him while he was actually on the field pregame. That, that makes sense. Because you don't you don't boo Paul Rudd for just no reason. No. I get it now. I get it. No. Yeah. If he was like in the stands and just wearing like a white shirt, he probably would have just had cheers. But right. no. So uh, anyway, I thought that's kind of funny. Um, little mix and who all was there to cheer for who. But um, overall, good decent Super Bowl, whatever yeah a lot of people booed not the legend I mean, paul mccartney but paul mccartney jeff goldblum and martha stewart <laughs> the old people that's who's getting cheers <laughs> i don't know i mean i can't hate on them for it but right. no i would have cheered for them too but i probably would have yes. cheered for everybody but <laughs> yes well um we're gonna shift topics because okay. we do have one other important thing to discuss on okay. this episode because I need your thoughts. And uh, we have not discussed this previously, but um, we do have sad news to report for the Royals, which is that King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. And if anyone has listened to this podcast before, you know that we love the Royals. 
um, love to hate, hate to love, like whatever it may be, all different reasons and topics. We're going to talk about the Royals okay. if given the opportunity. Yes. So just a tiny bit of background for anyone who's been under a rock. So first we hear that Kate has to go in and have kind of emergency surgery, right? Like yeah. dealing with abdominal something, another um, kind of out of the blue, took everybody by surprise. Even her friends have reported that like it was kind of a shock, mm-hmm. um, which you know what? P.S. doesn't surprise me. I picture Kate as being someone who's like mind your own business. And yeah, for a normal um, human, this might be painful, but for me, I haven't really felt a thing because I'm kind of carrying the weight of England on my shoulders. Right. Um, so this is nothing. And then when it got just to where like she maybe collapsed or something, maybe William was like, girl, you need to go to yeah. the doctor. And they immediately put her in surgery. That's what I'm envisioning. But so while she's there, then we hear that Charles has to go in, right, and have a procedure done for what could be fairly standard, which is an enlarged prostate, you know, where that could mm-hmm. mean that they were going in to do some, I think they call it like scraping and stuff, you know, where they just are taking care of things, which is fairly normal. Um, if you're staying on top of your checkups and your health and whatnot, like that can be a normal thing you hear, but it can easily be taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, then shortly after that, um, it is announced that they did find cancer. They did not say what kind of cancer. They did not say how far along. They don't say anything other than he was starting regular treatments, which again, we have to assume is chemo of sorts, radiation, whatever it may be. It has to be regular, it says. And he did step away from public duties. That's the ribbon cuttings, the engagements, the handshaking, kissing babies type stuff but that he's handling paperwork and the red box duties in-house. So now there's a bunch of commotion, right? Because Kate was home recovering from Mm -hmm. this surgery. Charles makes this announcement through his people saying this. William had stepped away from public stuff to tend to Kate. Mm Mm-hmm but then quickly came out of, of, of off duty, if you will, um, to get back in to basically fill in and take over public responsibilities and step up a little bit. And in the big kicker of all of it, Harry flies over to go see dad, Mm -hmm. but only stays like a day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then comes back, does not see William, um, but did make an appearance to come visit upon diagnosis or announcement of this, if you will. Okay, so that's where we are right now. Charles is getting treatment. He's not doing public appearances. William's handling all of that. Kate is still somewhat recovering, but is said to be fine. You know, like that's all taken care of. My biggest question for you is, will 
we have a new king this time next year. Next year? <sighs> I mean... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Again, like you said, what type, what stage. Mm -hmm. I think it was serious enough to where it wasn't just something they were going to go in and take out and then do radiation and say, but he can go on about his business mm -hmm. within, within a couple of months. Um, I think if we start to see Harry and Megan come back into the fold, Yes, we're going to mm -hmm. see a new king in a year because I think Harry flew over to to see his dad because of the diagnosis. Right. I think it was, and and one would and hope because it, it was made public. Because it was made public. Right. I think, I'm, I'm going to say I'm I'm assuming Harry knew, but he had to do what he had to do because people didn't want to be like, oh, Harry didn't exactly. even come see his dad. But exactly. now people are like, well, he only came for 24 hours. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's known, he's talked to him, he's FaceTimed, yeah. he's whatever. But now that everybody else in the world knows, I need to save face a little bit and go over. So I don't know that Harry and Meghan will move back to England. I'll say that. I don't think so yet. Will they start to do more things like, will he and Harry start to split duties? Will William and Harry start to split duties? Mm. Where... Harry and Meghan are more focused on the Commonwealth, Canada, the Caribbean mm -hmm. islands, and they start making the trips there while William handles things at home. Sort of like part-time, like a, like a negotiation. Um, like a consultant. Help his brother. Yeah, like a consult to help his brother, but to also support the crown. Because I think it's going to be a hundred percent more to support the crown as opposed to his brother. Cause I just don't think they're in a good spot right now. No, right? It would be to support the crown. So It'd be for his dad. His dad would ask him. That. Yes, his dad would ask him. But I also think it's a great opportunity for them if they if this was was to happen, because it's very hard to write negative stories about a family that's tending to family business because of an ailing father slash father in law. The press, you would think the crown would put a rest to all the negative press that Harry and Meghan receive. The Race, racial undertones and and blatant racism that that Megan gets because they're now in a family crisis. If they're going to come home and help the crown, you have to give them some grace. They're going to have to give her some welcome a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Not even, you don't even have to be warm and welcoming. You just got to no. kind of back off the rest. You got to like not say anything. Yeah. Just back yeah. off. Yeah. What's concerning um, to me is what's really going on with Kate. Mm -hmm. because yes, she has some serious abdominal issues. I don't know what it is. We'll probably never know. Yeah. But the fact that she can't do anything until April or May mm -hmm. says that whatever's going on with her is a little more serious than just an appendectomy or right. a hysterectomy or things like right. that. You know what I mean? Like things that you're in and out in a day and then you're, you're good a month or two later or not even that long. Well, and in that same respect, this article that I was reading about to just kind of kind of catch up on everything was stating that their stance on it was that their their stance was saying that Charles's situation is way worse than anybody thinks. 
Okay. Not necessarily thinks, but more than is just really being said because he kind of went this, this article kind of went back and referenced anytime there has been medical or health issues and things like that within royalty and that the, the, the Royals in this sense, you know, Windsor's and whatnot, they don't announce something. Buckingham Palace does not release a statement on health issues unless it's serious. Like, I mean, we just found out the queen had cancer. Right. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, so they're saying like, you know, the fact that they're having to announce this Mm. and that, you know, yeah, like there's been plenty of times that a royal has stepped back from public duties, you know, because they had a cold or something. Right. You know, I mean, it's these things, but they're saying that in order for Buckingham Palace to have said the word cancer yeah. and regular treatments, those type of things, that it means it's more. It's mm-hmm. That makes because sense. otherwise it would be, you know, oh the the king is you know has has had that procedure, you know, and everything was fine. He had the procedure, but he's taken a little step back because he's just, you know, making sure he's fully recuperated or whatever. It would have been released like Kate's was released. There's an issue. Exactly. Which to me, Kate seems a little <laughs> more serious too, because they even announced that she was in the hospital for almost two weeks. Like yes. what's really going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, and so then they alluded to the fact that the reason um, that they think even more that, you know, that, um, Charles's is worse than people are making it out to be as well as Kate's is actually being handled appropriately is that William has stepped away from being at home. Right. So they're saying like, you know, the fact that he's come over to take over things when his wife was clearly still recuperating, you know, and he had made it known that he was going to be with her. They're, they're, that was at least they're analyzing it, right? Yeah. So have you heard this whole, okay, full disclosure, I fell down a rabbit hole, okay, on TikTok. But have you heard the whole thing about Nostradamus? No. I mean, I know who Nostradamus is, but did he make a prediction on this? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's in um, that, you know, that big book that Nostradamus Oh, I I used to watch documentaries on it. I'm aware. (laughs) Yes. So um, there is a reference to King Charles in 2024 abdicating. Mm. Like the year 2024, a King Charles abdicating. It says a King Charles? Yes. (laughs) What? It says King Charles abdicate 2024. (laughs) And it also notes that he will be replaced by someone who does not have the mark of the king. What? So people are saying that something's going to happen that Harry. What? Yes. I, I don't know. So. I, I like I said, I fell down the hole. So, and this is why I think there's either there's got to be a reconciliation at some point between the brothers, because George is obviously too young, right? 
I mean, yeah. he's not going to be he's not going to be king. Like they're not going to let him. No, but he's no. also when I say he's too young, like he's too young for se- senior royal duties. Absolutely. And Princess Anne is isn't she older than Charles? So I don't know if she's older, but he's close in age. But don't Charles. nobody want Anne being over anything. No. All right. I, well, I think this visit. I. I go on. I know I, you want to get excited. I know you are. No, excited. I don't want to get excited. Go I ahead. don't hold back. I don't. I, I can see there may. The only thing I reason I don't know about an abdication is, oh my gosh, this poor man has waited he seventy waited something so years. Yes. And what did they say? He's been king for all of like seventy-seven days or something like that. But. Okay, so let me actually read this to you. So it says, okay. it's been revealed that Nostradamus predicted that Charles's reign as king would come to an end this year. The philosopher who foresaw events such as 9-11 and the queen's passing year and age, and those were all correctly predicted. What? Yeah, did you know that? No. Yeah, he predicted that Queen Elizabeth would pass in X year at the age of... X and they were both correct. Now I'm going to have to go down on the Nostradamus. Maybe if I go down the Nostradamus rabbit hole, I won't see Taylor. trailer. I mean, what could be more different, right? Right. Okay. So he has written 942 predictions for the future in his book, Les Prophéties. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it says in a chilling segment about Charles, it says, king of the isles driven out by force and replaced by one who will have no mark of a king. Okay. Mario reading or reading an expert in this, who analyzes basically all these predictions anytime anything comes up. Right. And from year to year, he says that his, the interpretation based on Nostradamus's past readings and or writings and predictions and how they're interpreted into modern language. This is what it would come up is that he's going to abdicate because of some disapproval. Um, maybe because of divorce in the past and a man they considered unworthy the people will force out the king of the islands and a man will replace who was never expected to be king. So are they, okay. Cause so are they saying there still will be a king? Cause I can also see where that's meaning it's the end of the monarchy. Uh, they're just saying a man will replace. So, so that could be the prime minister, right? I guess, but everybody's kind of, doing this, you know, because people have been, there have been calls for the end of the end of the monarchy. But my only thing is that would mean that there would have to be another reason why William would step away. And William has like, I know and people want William. People want William. The people who want a monarchy. Yes. Want William. The people who don't, don't really care. Of course. But yeah, yeah, people who are royalist, like they, they want will. Yeah. So I don't know. It's worth you going and investigating because I would be anxious to hear your thoughts on that. I don't see Harry doing it. 
I don't think it's Harry. I don't I don't either. I don't either. But I mean, I don't I don't know. Apparently I don't know as much about Nostradamus as I thought I did. But um he's he's done some things and said some things. And so that aside, because there's other philosophers or not philosophers, excuse me, like astrologists. Is that what they're called? Sure, astrologers, astrologists. Yeah, sure. People that read the... People that read the things in the sky. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, and everybody's kind of saying, yeah, this is this is it. Um, it's very sad. It is. So I encourage you to go look and like do a little bit of research on like, you know, go on TikTok or anything like that. They even have like people doing these little series on it, you know, day by day updates and whatnot. Anywho, I think... I just, I just have a weird feeling. I don't know about the whole Nostradamus thing about having Harry or prime minister or anybody else. My thought though is I do think, unfortunately, we are going to end up with a King Charles who is too sick to continue. I I don't know. I don't have any other reason. Obviously it's just something I'm, that's my guess. Because of the announcement. Correct. Yeah. Um, and also because I, I did, I do a lot of reading obviously on these things beforehand, but one of the guys, the, uh, uh, like a Royal person in England, like a person who reports on the Royals, he even made a comment. He was like, look, he was like, you know, yes, we know he's waited so long. And yes, he's like tried to, you know, become, become a little bit more well-liked and it's working. You know I mean? People have been yeah. pleased. It's fine. They were like, but there's going to be a conversation as to whether or not like he should continue because even if he receives treatments and it starts to level out or maybe he goes in remission or whatever it may be, you know, he and Camilla are pushing 80 and they said, you know, at, at one point if Camilla gets sick or if there's anything where he needs this man needs to be able to enjoy his retirement is kind of what they called it. And they were like, you know, look, enjoy your kind of, you had the coronation, you had the fanfare, you're on the books, you know, it will go down. Yeah. You have been King, but you also gave up a lot for this woman. You have earned your time off, if you will. (laughs) And you need to bow out while while you while you have the ability to enjoy some time. Yeah, and so that's what this guy was saying. Um, well, what is, know, does he say anything about Kate? Like, what's going on with her? No, everybody's just saying that um, it was pointed out that the fact that William returning to royal duties amid Kate's ongoing recovery shows just how serious the Charles stuff really is. Okay, but but not saying that. Kate's isn't serious as well. Nobody has said that, that I'm reading, but everybody was talking about Charles. So I don't know. Um, You know, that's very sad. She did. She did travel. Kate did travel. Where? To Norfolk. Okay. Yeah. Um, And we did see Charles and Camilla go to church. Um, But I don't know. It's, it is sad no matter what. Um, I just don't think it's going to be long that we're going to be hearing something, whether it's 
hey, everybody's great. We're all back to normal. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, we're going to be doing some shifting around here. You know, as soon as Kate's well and and back to normal life. Do you think that he'll call for this will be the time for William and Harry, if they were ever going to reconcile to do it so maybe. that they can maybe. put up a united foursome before anything were to happen. Maybe good on Charles for plotting it like that. I don't know. Like I mean, maybe this yeah. is part of the plan. Um, I don't know. I think that it would be pretty cool. Um, if he bowed out, right. If he abdicated and then basically said, Hey, guess what? I'm going to do this. Um, but I'm, I'm not giving you over the King stuff until you and your brother sit in a room and duke it out. As opposed to passing away. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't know. Like I, I, I think, I think people would respect that. Mm hmm. But I don't know. It's sad. It is very sad. You know, Camilla's like, dang it. <laughs> She's like, you waited this long. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to tell everybody that you're, you're amazing and that you have beaten this. <laughs> we're going to come back and you're going to be shown as a hero. We're going to say, take that, Nostradamus. Mm. I'm anxious for you to go follow up on some of those, those predictions because they're pretty weird. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to. How did somebody write a book referring to 2024? Time travel. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) It's time travel. Who's in Bill and Ted? No, he wasn't on Bill and Ted. Was he? Oh, I don't remember. I think that was Socrates. Okay. Because they kept calling him. What's so he crazy. have to say? I know. <laughs> so I don't know. It seems like it was just seems like really strange that he's sitting around and he's like, uh, you know, in the year 2024, you know, all of his buddies were like, oh, no. 2024. That's that's silly talk. What? There won't even be a planet then. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. There's some there's some other predictions for 2024, and I started reading them, and I got really upset, so I just stopped. Okay. But <laughs> the Charles ones. Nice. I was about to ask, like, do I want to know? <laughs> Let's just say it's not a good time to live in China if this guy's oh, correct. <laughs> well, now oh, I gotta go. But look, I'm excited to go down this rabbit hole because it'll free up some of this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get so, back to my royal my royal duties. Absolutely. This is time. We took a little break there, you know, because everything got really heavy and dark for a while. (laughs) So we backed off from the royal stuff. But now it seems like we are going to have to dive back in. So it's royal watch. You do your homework, do some research. Um, Hopefully on our next episode, things will just be staying even par and we won't have too much to report on for that. Um, That would be ideal. Unless it's good news. Unless it's great news. That's right. Yeah. Um, Happy to report on great news. I am. We'll just, I would love, I would just love your opinion on more of it. So please go read the predictions 
anybody who's listening that wants to give us their prediction, that would be great too. I'll email um, Harry and see if he responds. Oh, <laughs> yes. Be like, so. Hey, what's up? It's me. What do you, so anyway. <laughs> what do you think about this whole Nostradamus thing? Like, so crazy, right? said, is it you? Is he talking about you? <laughs> just <laughs> give me a hint. Totally like, you, right? <laughs> just like respond with an emoji of like a thumbs up or what? Like Or like a crown. You don't have to like... You have to say it. Just I like, don't say anything to anyone. <laughs> Where's Megan? Let me talk to Megan. Besties. <laughs> um, that would be amazing, actually, if that was even possible. Like, what if he has like a, which, I wish he had like a hotline. Do you have right? a Yahoo account? <laughs> oh. What's your Gmail? <laughs> if I email uh, the Archwell Foundation, will you respond? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's probably more likely that he's like, the spare at gmail.com or something like that. Sussex Prince. Uh, Prince no more. (laughs) What about redhead formerly known as Prince? Exiled Prince. Exiled Prince or Prince, a Prince in the U S like a Prince in LA at Gmail. At Gmail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to try all of them. Try them all. One of them's got to work. It's like it's like trying to figure out somebody's phone passcode, right? You just start punching right. numbers. Let's just see what it's happens. Your birthday. <laughs> All right, Jeanette. Well, we had like fun topic of football, and then we went to the other side. But nonetheless, we're doing our job. Um, good luck with the Valentine's stuff tomorrow. Good luck Thanks. with you know you've got some travel coming up, safe travels, and um, pull up some reading you can do on the way. Maybe. Um, Nostradamus's book and see what you can learn. If you could read ahead, that would be awesome because then maybe we can figure out what's going to happen in the next couple of years. So we can just okay. go ahead and prepare. I'll just pull it all up. Yeah, Do that. And uh, see if you can download that to like your iPhone or something. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, like I said, we'll have some good news whenever we talk next. If anyone out there is listening, has got any opinions or thoughts or predictions of your own give us a call give us an email shoot us a message on social media whatever you want to do but uh in the meantime be sure to check out all the other shows over on the mesh.tv that's the website www.themesh.tv a little something for everybody over there all kinds of new shows and programs and things happening uh in 2024 our own little prediction for the year is that it's going to be great on the mesh but we thank you for listening Jeanette good luck we'll catch you next time everybody we'll see you on the flip side you've been listening to the mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.